there, lovely. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candice Lease, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours. And you are listening to the award-winning... The best podcast in the entire world. For the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The award-winning, the best Neighbours podcast. Uh, some would say just the best podcast will start. Take the neighbours bit out. Best podcast. Um, you can find us wherever your podcast players are. Uh, we're on all of them. You can find us on socials at Watch Neighbour uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Coming soon. Uh, maybe got a website coming as well. What right? So I've seen this. You said all oh, coming soon. Fucking website. What the fuck does that mean? What are you? What are you putting on the website? Uh, it's just it will help with us being found by other people. But it's just got the same shit that's already on the other shit on it. Yeah, but what difference? For example, what What's going to be on the website? So, for example, uh, last week we discussed on the podcast uh, about maybe swapping Tim out for a little bit with Luke Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, so. With a website, what you can do is you can manipulate Google. So if someone met, uh, Google's Luke Hemsworth, will show up on there. And they'll go, oh, what's this podcast talking about Luke Hemsworth? Can I, I be think... honest with you? What? No one's Googling Luke Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if they Google Tim then. Because he's probably about the same amount of people. We are working on that, by the way, everyone. We have sent a few emails out there to Tim to see if he's alive, um, <laughs> but also to Luke Hemsworth to see if he fancies the swap. Still waiting on it. You never know. You never know. You never know. We have got a few other things in the pipeline, haven't we? We certainly have, but we will get to those when we get to those. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Well, but for now, we're going to discuss episodes 4041 to 4045, watched on Daily Motion. UK Neighbours Fans Forever is the channel, uh, is the lovely person who has uploaded all these. And only these, these 2002 episodes were only uploaded a couple of months ago as well. So this person is active. If you are that person, say hello to us. We want to thank you because we're getting to watch some great classic Neighbours um, and we're getting some great content from it. You say uh, that. I thought the episodes this week were shit. Yeah, there was quite bored. There was a lot of little bits of storyline. There's a lot of storylines to cover, but not lots in them, if that makes sense. Uh, first one I want to talk about is Connor and Shell. Uh, yeah. So Shell is admitting to Connor about things. They're, they go for a nice little picnic together. They love a picnic, don't they? Which is quite They're cute. always having a fucking picnic, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and she's, she's admitting things to Connor, telling her things about her past. In her life, uh, to get him to then say things about what she's saying. She she says, "Oh, how many people have you? You know, how many relationships you've been in previously?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, you know, and he kind of dodges it a little bit. She's like, "I've had a boyfriend before." Now, I want to make a point here. I don't remember Shell having a boyfriend. The only meaningful relationship I've seen Shell have it was that creeper man that she used to go around to the house. I'm not saying we need to get the watch back in, but well, doesn't she even say I had one boyfriend? It was a bit of a, it went a bit weird. Does she, yeah, I'm sure she does. said something like that. 
Yeah, she said it was a bit weird, and we're like, yeah, it was very fucking weird. Yeah, uh, because it was legal. It gave us a lot of material, though, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, it did. Uh, but like I've said, stay alert. Stay alert is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, because it's worrying that she's classing that as a past relationship. Yeah, I mean, she quite liked Paul for a little bit. I think she quite liked Tad for a little bit. I think she quite liked a good-looking guy at school for a little bit. But but they all fancied Flick. But yeah, the only one who paid her attention was a man in his 50s yep. uh, who was scared of leaving his house. Um, unless there was a teenage girl there. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, she's trying to get Connor to open up because I think she's got a sneaking suspicion something's not quite right. Yeah, she has. Yeah, you can tell. Uh, they're not quite right being that you can't read. Can't read all right. Can't read all right. Which is, which Connor is, is, is struggling to admit. And... I think he's playing this really well, you know. I quite like this. How it's, it has been a very slow burner. Um, we've mentioned before, some storylines on Neighbours last two minutes, others last eight episodes, others are very quickly forgotten. This is one they've persevered with, and it's been since he arrived, which is quite a while ago now, and I think he's played it really well. He's quite a clever clever lad, and he's got out of it. Um, how he's dodged it for so long is a little bit debatable. Would he have been, been able to dodge it this long? But I do quite like how um, he's playing it, how it's been done. Yeah, he's been. he's had to be inventive with it. Uh, but yeah, he's starting to run out of excuses now. Uh, Joe's a bit fuming at him because they found one of Michelle's bras behind the sofa, and Joe's like, "Well, I know what that means." It was it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Fully innocent. They were just having a little bit of a, a laugh and a joke while they were doing the laundry. Ping the bra, went behind the sofa. No harm, no foul. Yeah, completely forgot about it. So he takes him to the pub to kind of grill him over this, uh, and Joe is satisfied with the answer. But then Connor. Had, Admits to him, he's like, I don't think I'm going to be good enough for Shell. I think, you know, she's going to graduate high school and move on to greater things and I'm going to get left behind because I can't read. Not that he says that bit, but that's, we know exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. We know exactly what he's thinking there. Uh, he's showing us, not telling us. Well, uh, I've done a lot of courses and she, it's all about showing, not telling. Yeah. But it's not, I'd say you can't do it every time. Sometimes you do have to tell. But nine out of ten, a show. One out of ten, the tell. That's what you need to do. Mm. And I think the tell's coming for Connor and his reading. It is because he's practicing his reading in the coffee shop. Uh, Boyd comes, starts annoying him. Uh, then Tiny comes in, who's been a right troublemaker recently. Uh, she comes in, and some books get knocked over, and she's like, "Oh, Boyd, your books? Why can't you read?" And he's like, "Not my books." And Connor's like, "Yeah, they're my books." And she's like. Can you not read? She gets. She wants him to read the menu, the specials board at the, the coffee shop, and he's like, "Well, you know what? I speak Gaelic most of the time, so yeah, he tried. Yeah, he tried. Went, best then she, so then she just went, go and then speak Gaelic, and he went. Uh... <laughs> at that point, if that was you, for example, would you just start making up your own language? Yeah, I thought he was going to go hurdy birdy birdy. birdy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Who's going to go full on um, chef from the Muppets? <laughs> Not that that's what Gaelic sounds like to any to all our Gaelic listeners. I, I, yeah, sorry. No, I believe that is Swedish. That the uh, correct. Yeah, but yeah, I'd have, yeah because there's no way she's going to know Gaelic. I'd have, I'd have called the bluff there. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh, I've not got my glasses, and she's like, yeah, you don't wear glasses, you dickhead. You can't read, uh, and I'm 
going to keep this information to use to my own advantage uh, because I'm a troublemaker. She is. She is a troublemaker. She, she They're having a party for Shell. Shell 16. Yeah, Shell 16. Uh, I mean, we only just had Susan's the other week, uh, but now we've got Shell's. Uh, but Tani shows up late because she's a bitch. Uh, I really enjoyed Shell's 16th birthday party in the build-up. I enjoyed it with Joe and Lynn being Joe and Lynn, like the parents who you don't want at, at a birthday party. Like, whenever when you're a teenager, you do not want your parents around for parties or get-togethers at all. Um, but they're very much, oh, we'll make you this food, we'll do a speech, we got you a cake, here's the balloons... Like, Michelle doesn't want any part of this. And Flick tries to, like, be a bit of a buffer as a slightly older sister who probably lived through it herself. Um, And she tries to run interference with Joe and Lynn. Lynn isn't actually booked on the episode for the party, (laughs) which I thought was fucking brilliant. She's there for a lot of the build-up. But then when it comes to the episode with the party, she has a hairdressing emergency and she is unable to make her daughter's 16th birthday party. Even yeah, even though she has said, "I, you know, this is the last 16th birthday party we're ever going to see. Yeah. I want to be there." Ah, some bitches cut a fringe wrong, and Gino's Gino's away, so I've got to do it. You just wouldn't, would you? You'd be like, "I'm no. sorry, uh, you're gonna have to come back in the morning." Yeah, Put, well, wear a hat tonight. Tomorrow. Yeah, wear a hat tonight. Yeah, uh, or just don't go out in public and this, come yeah. back in the morning when my daughter's 16th party is not happening. Unless maybe you, like the emergency is that you are getting every member of your household a haircut at the same time and it has to be at this specific time or the, otherwise the fucking world stops spinning. Shit, um, that, is, that is really important. You have got to meticulously do those haircuts to the wedding. Um, yeah. yeah. Shit, yeah. No, yeah, we shouldn't have made fun of Lynn there at all. Like, that is I apologise. Uh, yeah, it's a very serious matter. Anybody else we've offended uh, by saying that haircuts don't matter near the wedding? You, if you think you need your haircut in before the wedding, like maybe a week before, just go get your haircut. It doesn't matter. Like we, wait, I'm sorry about that. That was short-sighted. It was ignorant. Uh, unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. We've mentioned we're going to a wedding pretty soon. Yeah, once or twice, yeah. Before that wedding, which we said is about four weeks away, I'm gonna get my hair cut again. I don't. I don't know when. I've not decided. Shit. At some point, though, before that wedding, I mean, I had my hair cut maybe two weeks ago. I'm gonna get my hair cut again at some point. I don't know about you. Shit. That's that's really bold. Prepare uh, to fail and all that bullshit we talked about last week. <laughs> Just have a think about it. You don't have to decide now. Don't decide now. Have a think though. Because if you want to get your hair cut again, anytime, go and get your hair cut. I could do. I could do. There is about 15 barbers uh, within about five, a mile radius of my house as well. So I could walk into any one of them. They wouldn't need to come to me. I wouldn't have specifically Whoa, need to ring a bar. Like, I know it's, it's a bit, there is a subculture of barbering where rather than you go into their place of business, uh, they will come to your place of leisure and do their business in your house. No. Yeah, I There's think you have step, to pay. Like, you have to pay a little bit more. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I think it's only south of the border. I think it seems mental though, because they're like they like they got the business. Like you, as you say, there's what you can't you can't go to the end of the road without seeing a a barber or a hairdresser or something. And then so they come to your house. Yeah, they will come to your house. I think this, uh, like I said, I think this is a sudden thing. Uh, Like you know. Past Birmingham, this is definitely a southern thing. I don't think we have it up, here, up in the north. Uh, it's not it's not reached us up yet in the north, this phenomenon. Uh, but, yeah, they will come and cut your hair at your house for you. Uh, so if you say, like, 7 o'clock, they'll come at 7 o'clock. But I could book an appointment at their salon, surely, and, like... Yeah, for 7 o'clock, probably, yeah. 7 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, and you show up and you would... You know, they've already had this stuff ordered there. The chairs would are you, there. Would you go yourself? I know you've got a little boy. Maybe you'll take him to the to the barbers, whatever. But you like you wouldn't like all. It's not a day out, is it? I don't it's not know. Like the, going to the, kids, the zoo. I don't know. I, I I love a good family day out, and when you do go to the barbers as a family, it's fantastic because there's there's always loads of different magazines. There's a yeah. football one for Seth. Yeah, one about horses for Jess. There'll be like country life or something for for yourself. Peyton, for <laughs> There'll be a copy of uh, FHM for me. So it's all catered for. Yeah, I wouldn't do if it was me. I'd just go for myself and get my fucking haircut. I don't know. I don't know. You are a rebel. You I know, are a rebel Adam. Um... <laughs> so yeah, gin, uh, gin, gin, Lynn. Jin's the person who cuts my hair. Uh, Lynn couldn't make it because of hairdressing emergency, so she couldn't make it. And yet this party looks like it's going on because Tani's obviously going to drop the bombshell at Shell's 16th party that Connor can't read. But they're making us wait just a little bit more for it. I thought it was going to... I thought this was going to be the big cliffhanger of the, these yeah. five episodes because we've only watched five. Five's enough. <laughs> I don't even think I've watched five this week. I think I've only watched four. <laughs> So yeah, we're still got to come. She's Tani's gonna drop that bombshell. Uh just so she could because she wants Connor, basically. That's what she's already told Shell this before. Yeah. Like, I want him, so I'm gonna get him. And she's gonna humiliate Shell. Um Connor's gonna be humiliated. Joe's gonna be humiliated. Bring it on. Bring it on. Just bring it on. Just bring it on. Um uh, so yeah, I wanted to get that out of the way. D and Toadie. This was the big one we were looking forward to. We were like, oh my god, they had such a passionate kiss. I was re- this was you. You are very right. This is the one I was looking forward to. I'm not anymore. No, the fucking what do you call it when they've absolutely shit the load? They've shit the load, aren't they? On this, I think uh, they've game to throws there a little bit, haven't they? It's all. It was awful. These it the was. episodes we watched because this time. We were bigging it up, going, oh my god, it's going to be so tense when they bump into. It was good. Again. Like, oh my God, what's the tension? It's going to be crazy off the wall. What's going to happen? We see her and they just chat with Lou. And Lou's like, yeah, I'm selling the house. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, should we look for a new house then? Uh, yeah. And then Tony says, are we looking for a new house together? And then Dee was like, probably not. Don't know. It's a bit weird. Maybe. I'm, sh- I'm shagging Ray, the army man. Yeah, and at this point, Ray goes, hiya, I'm still here. Yeah, he was just there in the background. And just then I didn't back. understand this. So Ray wants to take Dee out on a date, and he wants to take her to a show and, t- and book in a hotel and all that kind of shit. Fair play, he's on leave, why not? 
Um, but then Toadie helps him get the tickets and the hotel room or something. Yeah, it, I made, don't it made no sense because like the whole indicator was Toadie's jealous of Ray and it's awkward and then he snogs her and it's like, whoa, bit of tension. But then he just helps Ray woo her a little bit. It made it's, no sense. Yeah, it's like they forgot that they've kissed. Yeah, because if you're Toadie, you'd be like, sorry, mate, I work in Master's Hotel. I can't get you tickets to a theatre that I don't work at. No. Uh, oh, can I book a thing? Uh, I don't fully got mate, sorry. I thought it might have gone down. It might be yeah. a bit obvious, but it makes sense if he was sabotaging it a little bit. But no, he's like... he was like, whoa, what's hang on? Why are you sabotaging it? And then it comes out finally, because I want you. That would have been really good storytelling, wouldn't it? But no, that's not what we got, unfortunately. We got Tony just going, yeah, fucking banger all you want, mate. Not bothered. Maybe he isn't bothered. Maybe he's not bothered in the slightest. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. Uh, So yeah, he lets Ray. He's like, yeah, I'll sort out the presidential suite for you. And he's like, oh, do you want to book in the restaurant? He's like, no, I'm going to cook for myself. Um, Which is a bit weird as well. You definitely just go to a restaurant and get pissed on wine. You'd definitely just do that instead. Uh, but anyway, uh, but D is not feeling up to it because there has been a tummy bug going round. But then I didn't understand this either. Unless this is a slow burner, because this is in, they mention this in every episode because there's just a bug going round neighbours. I don't know if this is like a bit of a dig at real life and people were getting ill out, but they're just saying, oh, got the shits. Yeah. You got the shits. Yeah. How are you feeling? Bit shit. shit. Like, <laughs> the, 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 it's, it's, but no one actually says what they did. Like, it, No, we don't know where it's come from. Because it was hinted yeah. at that maybe it was the coffee shop, but then it turns out it, it couldn't have been the coffee shop because Harold threw all the shit food away uh, that spoiled when there was the blackout. And then I think Penny says something like she has fried chicken, but she had the shits. It's literally just going from character to character going, yeah, I had the shits as well. Yeah, very, very, very strange. Um, but it, it means D isn't up for this meal and the show. Um, so Ray's like, oh, well, you know, never mind. I wanted to have some fun. I'm sorry it didn't happen. Goes in for the kiss. D dodges it. Dodges it straight away. Gives it the side cheek and does a nervous little giggle. She has got the shits, though. So I imagine, yeah, she probably wasn't feeling it like, yeah, to be honest, I, if, if a girl told me, I said, how you feel? Like, Do you want to shag? I've just had the shits, though. <sighs> I'd probably leave. A bit like, probably a bit like the air in emergency. I'd reschedule. reschedule yes. Yes. It was the whole family who had booked in for this shag <laughs> all exactly the same time, because then maybe you can't rearrange it. And if they were, and again, prostitutes come to your house. <laughs> So if you've booked in again and they brought all the equipment and fine and you're getting the whole family done for a shag, fine. But if it's just yourself, book it in, book it in for another day when someone ain't got the shits. Yeah, you you'd wanna you wanna stay clear, wouldn't you, really? Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, just just put a pin in it for that one. Uh but yeah, he tries it anyway. I mean he's you know, he's been in the army, you know. We know how strict the army is. Uh, of course, we know how strict the army is because, surprise, Stu's on leave already. He's been there a fucking week. Is he? Yeah, he's on leave. Uh, he's, 
Yeah, you definitely want to watch this lap episode. I missed the last episode. I saw him doing the fucking assault course through the jungle. Oh, yeah. So he does the assault course. Breaks the course record. Yeah. And then they give him a week off for it. He's, he's only been there two days. <laughs> and they've got brilliant. You're great at this. Do you want to go on for a week? So, yeah, he's home. And he's like, yeah, surprise, dickheads. He's got a really cool T-shirt as well. All right. Uh, it's this light blue T-shirt that says, just says dirty on it. Shut up. <laughs> it, it does. I've actually looked to try and get one. It just says dirty. It's brilliant. I hope at some point, D wears that T-shirt. <laughs> I'm glad he's back then because we were we weren't undecided when someone leads the show, especially that joins the army or something. You do kind of think, is that them gone? I didn't think that because we did see him on the assault course and doing the army stuff. But he's turned, so he's turned back up in Ramsey Street just as someone's left Ramsey Street then, has he? Yeah, they've done this whole thing again. Nice. So yeah, he showed up and gone, all right, cunts, how you doing? Uh, and they were like, oh yeah, brilliant, great. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to just gonna walk around the street just for a minute. And he's like, flick's gone, mate. You fucked it again. And he's like, oh no, I didn't, wasn't, I was, what's to see if Shell was about maybe? Whoa. And she's like, no, Flick's fucked off, you dickhead. Flick's fucked off to America to go and see Tad on the, at one point she says, Tad's got me a role on the Extreme Tour. What's the fucking role? You are not a DJ or a skateboarder. What's your job going to (laughs) be? Weird. Um, Because Steph basically says, fuck you again yeah there's been a little bit of a shift here now because people are going all right steph we get it was shit chill out now no and she's she's doubled down we we thought there was uh gonna be a bit of a thawing shall we say uh because flick's got some tickets to a monster truck rally or something like that it's the the, uh motorbike grand prix oh the motorbike grand prix sorry um and she's like, oh, Steph will love this. I'll give her the ticket. She gives Steph the ticket. She's like, don't want to go. Uh, so she's like, oh, okay, never mind. And then Steph shows up at the cafe to get, a, to, to get a cafe. And there's a very rude Englishman there. Who is this guy? You've <laughs> got to get this guy on. This guy is clearly just the cameraman or the sound guy who's just, he's got a couple of lines, bless him, fair play. Or he might have won a competition or something. And he's just being a con. In like for no reason, and then like to flick, and then Steph steps up and goes, "All right, dickhead." Like she'll be here in a minute, and he says something like, "I wasn't talking to you." He's just a he's just a little knobhead, yeah, uh, and then Steph sets him full, right. Yeah, he's dressed in full three piece. He's got yeah. a big big twirly mustache. He doesn't belong there. He sticks out like a sore thumb. Like if 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 someone came into to my workplace dressed like that, I'd be like. I'm going to see that guy first. What's this guy about? I'd, I'd make other people wait to see what this guy's deal was. Uh, but no, they're, they're, they're all busy. They're fl- you know, Penny's flying around. They've all had the shits as well. Uh, but yeah, they're all flying around. And he's he's maybe not getting served in the manner he would be accustomed to. I imagine he goes out for lots of lunches at nice fine dining restaurants uh, where they do have the staffing levels to deal with. No, we're not making this about the hospitality. <laughs> uh, so yes, and Flick's like, great, Steph's stuck up for me. She's forgiven me now. And she goes to the pub and like, I'm buying you an orange juice. And she's like, I don't want a fucking orange juice. I've already got an orange juice. 
But she's like, you're playing pool on your own. She's like, don't care. I want to drink my orange juice and play pool on my own. And she's like, I thought we were going to be friends. And she's like, no, fuck you. We are never going to be friends. You yeah. are a fucking dick. And I hope you fucking die. She pretty much says that. So then Flick, Flick makes a bit, like, we know Flick's a bit rash or impulsive or something. So she comes home to Lynn and Joe and says, oh, I'm just getting some stuff. And like for the flat. And they're like, oh, right, okay, yeah, no worries. You're staying for your tea. And she says, nope, got a flight booked to America in two hours. And they've gone, what? How long for? And she goes, few months. <laughs> it's that day. And then she says, like, they're like, Lynn's obviously mortified by this. Joe's like, yeah, fair enough, because I do prefer Steph to you anyway. Um, it's very <laughs> obvious. And yeah. then they go, well, should we just take, can we take you to the airport? And she says, well, yeah, I'm, fl- I'm flying out tonight. Better get home and pack, and then you can take me to the airport. I'm leaving. Yeah, actually, I'm run- yeah, actually, I'm running late. I can really- if you could fucking step on it, that'd be great. Just fucked off. I mean, she had no money, um, but she's bought bought flights to America and all that, and she's just fucking off. Yeah, she's accidentally, she's absolutely broke the lease on her flat. She's just taken you flat on. You can't fuck it off within a couple of weeks. Nope. Like you'll have to have that for at least a year, otherwise you ain't getting your deposit back, and you would have put a massive bond down on it as well. So she's fucked all that money up the wall. Uh, don't know where she's got this money for a ticket from. Um, is she going to model overseas? Is this what it is? Is this the extreme part of it? It might be one of them. Um, but yeah, she's so she's gone. Like they, they drop her off. Like there's no goodbye at the airport or anything. They come yeah. back. Joe and Lynn get back, and Steph turns up, and Steph goes, "All right, cunts." And then they both say, "Flicks fucked off to America," and she goes, "Oh, okay, fair enough." <laughs> Good. Is that the last we see of, of Holly Valance? I don't know. I really don't know at this point. Because last time, I think you said, oh, she might be fucking off soon. And I said, well, they've got fucking Delta Goodrum pissing about now. And who should make her a little bit of a reappearance? Nina Tucker, Delta Goodrum, in these five episodes that we watched. Four. She does literally one in, one out. It's a very strict nightclub at Neighbours right now. I feel like that's the exact opposite of your policy for, like, your your house. <laughs> Unless, of course, they are a hairdresser and you've booked it for your whole family. Just one <laughs> hairdresser does the whole family. It, it must be nice to have a family hairdresser. Like, you have a family doctor, you know, it's like, you, you know, it's your local GP, you know, it's all your family history and it's nice that you know that doctor is you know, the one who gives you immunizations or whatever to your grandkids and you're like oh it's great you know i remember when i came to you as a doctor and as a patient and now you're doing it to my grandkids that must be really nice you think you, the hairdressers get the same maybe yeah I mean, I, my in my brain always goes to matching haircuts though <laughs> can't help it every time if this guy if this this knobhead's cutting everyone's hair, all the haircuts are going to look the same. I know that's not true, because hairdressers or barbers can do loads of different haircuts. In my head, at the wedding, Tim and Grace will have the, the same haircut. <laughs> I really fucking hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Del Gunner's back. Uh, not much What's to say about deal? Patterson, she's a fucking bitch. She's so rude. She is, she just but, fucking... For no reason, she? Harold, Harold makes she's quite fairly nice to Harold. He's like, "Oh, you're that new, you're, you're that new singer, aren't you?" 
and because Holly Valance has gone off to do Kiss Kiss or whatever it is. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I've just come back from China. I'm reading a book, though. And she's like, oh, well, you know, see you later. He's like, yeah, I'm Harold. Uh, and then Shell's like, oh, you're reading a book. She's like, yeah, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's not because she likes Connor or there's any ulterior motive. She's just rude. Yeah. She's just like, I'm reading. Like, I love reading a good book. But I will put the book down to have a conversation with someone. And then I just go back to the book later. Well, Michelle even says at one point, um, oh, you're going to be new in school. You might want some friends. <laughs> and, and and Delta Goodrum's like, nah, got these books. Yeah, these are my friends. Fair enough. Yeah, I think Shell's going to go get that gun, to be honest. I don't think she'll shoot her, but she'll definitely just pistol whip her at some point. Okay, scare her with it. Yeah, just, just say, listen, you will fucking be my friend. And when I say hi to you in the coffee shop, you fucking say hello back. Um, yeah, so yeah, Delta Goodrum's there. Uh, do you reckon she is going to warm at some point? Do you reckon she's good? What's the. I don't I can't know. remember I, anything to do with Delta Goodrum no, in the show, Nagus, I, so. I really like to think she's just going to be a massive bitch throughout their entire run. <laughs> and she's just going to go on, she's just going to walk around and go, yeah, I'm better than all of you cunts. You learn on fucking neighbours. I'm a fucking singer. She, I, I definitely think that's going to be her vibe. Send the email this week. Send the email this week. Um, who should we talk? Speak. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've already covered flipping stuff, really. Uh, we've literally covered every little bit of that. So, well, I'll put a tick through that one. Ooh, should we talk about the pest man? I know you Mick like the pest, pest man. Mick the pest man. Uh, he made an appearance a couple of weeks ago. Fucking weird guy. Uh. And he's back. He was actually back last week as well, but we just didn't talk about him because we had so much other things to talk about. Uh, but yeah, he's back again. Last time uh, we figured out the reason Ben didn't get hurt is because he wasn't pumping any actual chemicals in. He was faking it. He's faking the whole thing. So Drew's got termites at his house. Um, and Mick was brought in to sort it out. Which is a massive betrayal because... He was the termite man for Lou's granddad. Lou's <laughs> yeah. dad before him. Yeah, so he a bit like a doctor or a hairdresser. <laughs> this the, he passed it down. He was like throughout the ages, all the relatives he had dealt with all the termites. So yeah, it's a betrayal. You're right. It's a massive, massive betrayal. Uh, so someone managed to get a Sony warming out of him last time. Because shit. Because what happened was he spilt the chemicals. Um, the dog, Audrey, licked the chemicals. Some sort the do- thought the dog was going to die of the chemicals. And then Mick goes, just water that, mate. Just water. Just fucking, I'm just rinsing everyone here. Uh, so someone's like, right, I'll have you, Waterman. Thank you very much. Uh, she shows up, and he shows up again. And someone's like, right, what do I want this time? Uh, I don't know what else is out in 2002. I mean, you've already got Waterman. What else do you want at this point? Game Boy, maybe? Game Boy Advance, would that be out by that point? I think Game Boy Game Boys were nineties. You're you're going two thousand and two. Yeah, I'm gonna PlayStation. Yeah, no, I'm, I think she's thinking personal, like portable kind of stuff. She's got the Walkman, I reckon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DS is DS out at that time. I don't know. I don't know. That's but she one. wants she wants something like that anyway. So she's like, right, fucking brilliant. Let's go. Let's go. See what I can get out of this con. Arnold has a good check. Again, just he's like, there's a weird guy and a young girl. Just he's 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 not re- he's not reformed the watch. He's just keeping an eye out just in case. 
Uh, so he just has a look look through the window, checking there's no pedoing going on. He's satisfied that because he had the van as well, Mick. He so did. Yeah. Not only is he knocking around Summer, who's about ten, he's got the van and access to chemicals if he needs them. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, I have had just <laughs> tonight. Actually, I got so there's a there is a, a messaging system that my son's school use, um, and there was somebody trying to do some pedoing around the school. Uh, which is a bit upsetting. That um, is a bit upsetting. Did you we, did you spring into action? Was the was the pedo symbol out in the sky? Were you out there just keeping an eye on things? Yeah, I just yeah, a little wander around just to make sure. Just keep an eye out. Yeah, because uh, so they it was, are. It was, <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> and you know what car it was? One. It was a black Mercedes. Was it? It was. Yeah. Exciting stuff. <laughs> Not saying everybody drives a black Mercedes as a pedo. Nope. No, not saying that. Not saying that. Just keep all. an eye out. Just keep an eye. Just yeah. Just just watch them because they're watching them. So, but yeah, Harold is happy. And there's no pedo going on. He's looked out the window and gone, "Yeah, someone's ripping this little cunt off." Uh, but he, the pest man, he grows a pair this time. He's like, "No, you are not bullying me, small child." Uh, I'm going to get about my job. And as he get and he reverses away, and oh, Audrey nearly gets run over. This was awful. Uh, but doesn't. Audrey's fine. Uh, the best Hancock by a long mile is Audrey. Easily, yeah. Easily. And Summer faints. Yeah. Just absolutely fucking decks. Is this it. a real faint or a fake faint, do you think? I don't know. It looks pretty real. She just kind of hit the deck pretty fast there. Yeah. Do you um, think she did it herself? Own stunt? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Looked like an own stunt to me. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, she's out for a little while. Drew comes back later on and finds her. Uh, takes her around to Carl. Carl's like, why the fuck have you moved her off the ground? That was stupid. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor, am I? You are. Carl's like, right, I'll get me bag. Gets the bag. She wakes up. She's like, oh, you saved me, Drew. And he's like, no, not really, but whatever. Uh, Carl gives her a check over. Rosie sticks a fucking nose in as as Oh, all. I'm sick of this bitch. So she comes round, even though, you know, even though Susan is got the whole amnesia thing, Rosie's like, nope, this is more important. Steams round, Carl, what's going on? He's like, Yeah, we've done some tests. Could be one or two things. Epilepsy or narcolepsy. Um Adam, I was really hoping you'd have some sort of brain dot. Brain dead can't walk thing for epilepsy or narcolepsy. Can you think of one off the top of your head? Fits all shits. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you, Adam. Uh, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, it could also. Uh, they seem to gloss over the fact that a mum died of a brain aneurysm. Because Rosie's like, oh yeah, a mum died of a brain aneurysm. Carl's like, it's not that, it's one of these two. We're not doing brain, we're not doing brain aneurysms. We've already got a brain storyline going on with Susan. Yeah, we can't, so, yeah, we can't be doing that. So yeah, we're, we're going to do epilepsy or narcolepsy, but the writers have not decided yet and I couldn't give a fuck anyway. So, well, we'll see what it is next week. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's narcolepsy. I think that's the funnier. I think there's more comic potential out there. This is what we this is what we tend to do. We look for what gives us the most entertainment and yeah, funny. That's yeah. why Tim's not here this week.
Sorry, Tim. Sorry, Tim. He'll be back next week, everyone. He'll be back. No, he said that last week, didn't he? He did, to be fair. I think he will be back next week. Either that or we'll have a very special guest to take his place. (laughs) Stay tuned for that. Um, Should we talk about Susan and the Amnesia? Well, I was going to say, Carl doesn't give a shit really about that because he's got other things to give a shit about. He has, like the fact his wife thinks uh, she's 16. Uh, Susan also not booked for any of these episodes. Little holiday. Little holiday for herself. Um, but they did. You did mention to uh, Libby that they have got an appointment booked with a neuro psychiatrist. Okay. Uh, in in a few days' time, but until then, they're just going to have to stick tight. But don't worry because Carmel's coming round and she'll help Susan remember. And she's a massive letdown, isn't she? She's such a letdown. Not even a letdown in the way. That other bitch was a letdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Liz. Liz, that was a fucking letdown. But she gave us some material and we were able to chat some sh- I've got nothing to say about Carmel. She is the most... She's a shit actress. She's awful. Yeah. Awful. There's no way she comes across as Susan's sister in the slightest. She doesn't seem arsed in the slightest about what has happened. She's at, she's laughing and joking at one point and just going, oh, I can't remember. Look at these old photos. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, and Carl loses his shit. Like, I don't think she's come down. She, I think she was just coming down anyway, probably to see Darcy. Yeah. And Carl's gone more like, well, your sister's missing too. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that. Don't worry. So, she, yeah, she comes look through all the old photos and Carl's like, can you fucking take this seriously? She's come fucking missing. Where was she, mate? And she's like, oh, she was in love with some lad. Can't remember his name. Can't though. remember his name. This is the so this is the storyline. Susan's just fucked off. She's left. She's packed her bags and she just fucked off. No one knows where she's gone. They, they call the police. Who do fuck the? But this was the right. We're going to get to the main man. I know probably, <laughs> this, but this I'm going to say this now because it's part of the story. It's a fucking brilliant line. So the police come to the Kennedy's house and have a look, <laughs> and, and Darcy says, Darcy just goes. Yeah, we know she's not here. That's why we called you dickheads. <laughs> yeah, they literally just go, have a look in her room and go, no, she's not here. Don't know. No, no well, sign of her. We'll keep an eye out. Fucking cheers. <laughs> but then that's it. You don't see the police again. And you've got Carl fucking ringing people, Carmel and Darcy ringing people, Drew and Libby are ringing people and going round looking for every Craig Benson in... I don't know, Australia. Because that's the name of her ex-boyfriend when she was 16, who she might be about to see. Um, and the fight, this annoyed me. So that was Carmel doesn't come up with, by the way. Lynn's the one who figures that one out. Lynn, the hairdresser, just goes, oh yeah, um, Benson somebody. And Carmel's like, oh yeah, that's the guy. They're fucking useless. Absolutely useless. Um... So, yeah, everyone's out looking for Craig Benson. You know, will the real Craig Benson please stand up? Uh, Drew and Libby are like, they're not even taking it seriously. They're like, oh, should we just go on a fucking road trip? There's a Craig Benson out in fucking Whoop Whoop. Shall we uh, we just just drive to nowhere? And if we don't find it, then we've had a nice little drive. Should we fuck the kid off? Yeah, we'll fuck the baby off with someone. We won't take the baby. Now we'll just, should we just go out, out us two and have a good fucking jolly up? And they do. 
which they do. Obviously, there's no sat nav in in 2002, whatever. So they end up in the middle of fucking nowhere, um, and they're like, should we just ask this guy over there? So they go over to this guy, this farmer, and they go, Aya, long shot, you're not called Craig Benson, are you? And also know someone called Susan Kennedy slash Smith. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) And they go, oh, great. We've been looking for you for, like, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And we've just happened to drive to your fucking farm in the middle of fucking nowhere. And he's like, oh, yeah. Right. And yeah, and they they do you do some reminiscing? He's like, Oh yeah, she's fucking banging to isn't she? And like, yeah, she's great. She's a she's a mum now. And he's like, Oh, why are you looking for her? She's like, Oh, she's thinks she's sixteen again. Yeah. <laughs> Which then takes a really weird turn because so he's reminiscing, going, Oh yeah, it's a great girl, you know, I would have married her, you know, oh she's with a doctor, oh, you know, fair play. Yeah. And she was always gonna marry someone special. And then Libby's like, yeah, she thinks she's 16 now. And then it does a really kid weird camera angle where he looks really suspect all of a sudden going, I think she's 16. Start I, the watch. Start the watch. I drive a black Mercedes. This is this is what, but that's what they did. They did a face of, he's clearly trying to bang 16-year-old Susan Smith. Yeah. That was the face. That was what, what they showed us. She might be, at, she's definitely at his farm now, right? Oh yeah, she's definitely tied up in his farm. Um, that's <laughs> so weird. Yeah, which, which means that he's would wish he's then gone out to find her, and he's you know, look, maybe he'll go no look. Sense. Maybe he'll go look in her room and go, "Oh shit, yeah, she is it, yeah, there she is." Yeah, most missing people will just show up at home again. I mean, to be fair, we did have precedent with Matt Hancock, didn't we? Matt Hancock back at his house. Back at his house. But I don't think I don't think any police took the Hancock seriously at all. Um, yeah, so there we go. Uh, but yeah, Carmel was fucking useless, and she's a dick to boot as well. She's not. She's not a personality. We thought, oh, it's the mum of mum of Darcy. She might be quite interesting in some way. She's not. No, she's really not at all. Uh, she on one of her many breaks where she's not asked about Susan, she goes to the coffee shop just to buy some coffees and some cakes. Uh, and Penny says, her, and, and Penny being the oversharing person that she is, every week now I feel like I'm more like Penny than Darcy. <laughs> By the way, yeah, because yeah, I overshare. We'll call it the Penny Drops. <laughs> I'll put some music right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she's oversharing. Going, oh, I'm meeting my boyfriend's mum tonight. Ah, oh, he's. Uh, I don't think she's going to hate me because. I'm just fucking shit, basically. Uh, like, I'm a decent shag, but everything else, fucking disaster. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens. And she's like, hmm, he's a doctor, is he? And she knows what's up straight away. And then they meet at the pub later on, uh, and the penny drops with Penny. Uh, and she's like, oh, shit, you're Darcy's mum. Oh, I said all that stuff before. And Carmel all of a sudden cares about her sister again. She's like, oh, I don't feel up for a drink now, actually. I'm just going to go home. Uh, which the penny then takes as oh shit she hates me. Well, yeah. The, well, the problem with this scene was as well. So it starts off where it's like Carmel doesn't know what character she's supposed to be. So it's kind of like it starts off where she's like, oh, don't worry about all that. We had a nice chat. We we both had a shit day. I'm sure you're nice enough, really. That happens. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, I, I really don't want to be around you now. I'm going to go and see if my sister's all right. So that comes across like 
she's not a fan of Penny and she's not good enough for Darcy and all that kind of stuff, completely contradicts what she just said. It made no sense. Uh, So later on, Penny's back and Penny's working again and Carmel shows up and she's like, oh, you must hate me. And she's like, no, I don't hate you. I like you loads. Uh, I think you're great. I think you're so great. Let's play a prank on Darcy. And Penny's like, Oh, a prank. What kind of these, prank? What these never go well, but I'm in. She's like, <laughs> Cam was like, I'll have a flat white. Actually, no, make it two. Oh, <laughs> this, do we know what the prank is yet? We do. Oh, you've not seen it. Oh, I've not seen this episode. Oh, mate, it's the worst fucking prank you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> is it as bad as the one where they tried to prank him last time when they, when they did that weird oh, when looking he into your affairs kind of prank? No, it's it's not even like that. Seems like le- legit worry now compared to this. Okay. Uh, so she's like, "I'll have two flat whites." Next scene, she's walking with Darcy, hand in hand. Oh no, my arm arm linked together. Linked. Yeah. Linked. And she's like, "Oh, Darcy, what are you like with all these girls? I'm not sure this one's for you. She's a bit ditzy." And Darcy's like, "No, she's really nice. This girl. This is the one. All the other ones were." weren't the right one. She's she's the right one. And she's like, oh, whatever you say. And then they meet back in the pub later on. Um, and she admits, it's again, it's weird. It's like it's like they've shot, shot two scenes, didn't know what to use, so they put both in. So they've she's with Darcy in the pub going, actually, yeah, I really like her. She's loads of fun. She's not like all the other girls you've been with before, you know. She's a nice girl. Great stuff. Penny comes in and goes, right, I'm fucking sick of this. You can't keep me and your son together. And Darcy's like, yeah, fuck you, mom. You can't fucking stop us seeing each other, despite all the nice things you just said about her. <laughs> and then Penny just starts laughing, and then Darcy looks even more confused. And, and they go, oh, we were just playing a prank. We really like each other. We just wanted to make you worry. And he's like, I'm losing my fucking doctor's license. I've got yeah. hard time for this shit. Oh, it, it, it the... honestly does feel like these episodes, they didn't know what they were doing. Like, either the writer messed up, they, like you say, they filmed them both, didn't know which one to use, to so use them both. Stuff like that's happened, I think, a couple of times over these these episodes. It's yeah. not been if well If you get a chance, done. literally watch it back again. Like, she admits to Darcy that she likes him. And it's not like she's told Pen- Yeah, and then she just... It's it's so... It's just a mess, isn't it? It's an absolute mess. Yeah, so... I'm really looking forward to next week now. We've, we've been through worse ones, though. I'm all right, because like, if these were, these episodes were shit, chances are next ones might be a bit better. Yeah, very true. Uh, should we just watch five again? You know what? I only watched four this week, and it didn't seem right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'm up for watching five if you are. Yeah, yeah, five. That seems good. That seems good. Um, so until then, you can follow us during the week on the socials at Watch Neighbor. You'll probably be posting some clips, right? Probably, yeah. I don't uh, know if we've said anything funny on this week's episode, but yeah, we got sure we you... got some good Tim jokes in. Don't worry. Good. Don't worry. We did try to keep the Tim jokes to a minimum last week. Uh, we realised that's completely futile. Um, if you want to hear some more Tim jokes. Subscribe to the Patreon, just one pound a month for the bonus episode, which is just all Tim jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just a roast. We do of miss Tim. him, though. We, we do miss him. him. We we hope he will be back next week. Um, 
I mean, what, we'll, see, what's, we'll see. I mean, what's what else has he got to plan with the wedding? Good point. Now? I was going to say cake. We haven't had a cake yet. There's not been any cake problems, I don't think. No. Uh, I imagine it's going to be. Have you ever seen Is It Cake on Netflix? No, someone was telling me about it the other day, though. So I imagine they've probably got five or six different cakes, and then they one of them isn't real a real cake. One's just a show cake, and they have to figure out which one's the best show cake, what one's the best eating cake. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there'll be there'll be some cake stuff. Uh, I've not heard anything about a wedding dress either yet. Fuck. Um, yeah, there's only four weeks to go as well. I'd be doing stuff like the dress over the fucking two-hour chat with the DJ if it was me, but maybe she's <laughs> yeah. making her own. I don't know. Just order it online. Just order it online. Um, what else could the wedding... He's got the floor plan sorted out. We've seen that already. Yeah. He's got... That was straight on the agenda. <laughs> not asked. <laughs> I'll sit in the other room where Usher fucking yeah's not playing anyway, so don't worry about it. Don't sit me near the speakers. Yeah, well, well there might there might need to be a quiet corner for they have them they have them they have them in schools now, don't they? They have little quiet corners for kids to just go and sometimes you need to take down, just you know, regulate yourself again. Yeah, regulate regulate, that'd be a fucking great song to put on at the wedding. Yeah, it would. It yeah. would actually. Yeah, okay. Well well when we have the Zoom call with Tim and Grace's DJ. Uh, um, they don't know it's happening. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll recommend that one. We'll just tell them, scrap everything off off their playlist. Uh, we'll just choose. We, we choose some great tunes, don't we? I think we do. The thing that, re- like, yeah, just before we finish, like, the thing, like, they might have had to have that chat with the DJ, though, because maybe this is the family DJ who's, who's <laughs> worked with the family for a while. Has played songs at other I, weddings. I do actually, yeah. I think he did do DJ Tim's granddad's wedding. Now I think about it. There you go. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. The gramophone was on. It so was, it's nice it's... to just hand it down, isn't it? In a way. <laughs> it is. Um, so thank you very much, Adam. No worries. Um, we'll see you next week. You've been a good friend. Cheers. And um, we've watched some. You've been all right. I've been all right. We've watched some neighbours. It's it's been it's been, it's been neighbours, hasn't it? Uh, we'll see you next week, Tim. Maybe Tim, are you there?